straight into it. We're just going to open our Bibles up to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. Oh, wow. So quick. Super quick. Too quick for me. Alrighty. Oh, another one's got it. Perfect. Even better. All right, I'm going to read it out. Chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. Blessed be be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Now, I forgot my NIV Bible at home today. Um, So I've got my ESV one as well. ESV is kind of cool, but the wording is a bit weird in it. So I'm going to read it in the NIV again because it makes more sense to my brain. Okay, so praise be to God, the Father and Lord of Jesus Christ, um, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. So God's a God of comfort, right? He's always there for you in the good and the bad. And like, yeah, there's going to be bad times. There's going to be good times. There's going to be mediocre times. There's times. Um, Yeah, time is time. Very interesting. Um, But Jesus said in the Bible that there's going to be the bad times. It's not going to be easy to follow him, right? Um, There's going to be many trials. There's going to be many hard times. There's going to be a lot of suffering. Um, But, like, it says that God's a God of comfort. So, like, if he's a God of comfort, why would he just, like, not take all that away and just, like, have us all, like, ultimate comfortable party time? Like, why does it have to be hard? Well, like, the answer to that is, like, not easy at all. But it's all because of sin. It's all back in Genesis. Adam and Eve, they allowed, um, they ate the, the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil or whatever it was called. Um, yeah. And that like the sin, all that stuff. Now we are all sinners. Um, but Jesus paid that all in the song we just sang, but he also paid it back then when he died on the cross. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so a way to look at it is that he could just get rid of all the bad. He has the power to do that. He's like all-powerful. God is all-powerful. But he can do it one better. He can allow good and bad to both exist. If they both exist, that way they can contrast each other and the good is so much more good with the bad to contrast it, if that makes sense. Like white next to black looks very white compared to white next to yellow, If another way to look at it. Yeah. So, like, one an- the, a way to answer why wouldn't he just take all the sin away is he can turn the bad stuff into good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, one, one reason for that is that, as it says in the passage, God is a God of comfort who comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort um, anyone else, maybe unbelievers, maybe believers, but it doesn't matter, anyone else with the comfort that we have received from God, from him comforting us, we learn comfort and we can comfort others. So like, um, reason number one, like God is there for us so that we can learn to be there for others. Um, I've got a little example. Last year, had a bit of a rough time. Um, Talked to my good mate, bit of a youth legend, uh, Joel Steenbergen. He's no longer with us. Rest in peace. Um, No, he's not dead. He's just moved on. Um, a better place, young adults, connect group leading, very good place. Um, anyway, my mouth is getting a bit dry. Um, yeah. 
No, that's a bad idea. I can sit down here and I'll pick that up later. Um, yeah, so Joel. Um, he helped me with a lot of the crappy stuff I was going through. And he could do that because he also went through a bit of a similar situation back when, way back when, because he's old, he's like really old. Don't tell him I told you that, but he is, he's ancient. Um, he's actually like nine and a half years older than me. So yeah, I did the math. Yeah, he is. Yeah, wow. Um, anyway, don't get caught up on that. Um, but yeah, he turned that bad situation that he went through into comforting me, which was a good thing for both of us. So like bad to good. Um, but going back to 2 Corinthians, um, not in the thing we just read, but just down in verse 9, Paul is talking about how they went into Asia, um, which wasn't like Asia with China and Japan and all that. They didn't go that far. It would have been very hard to get that far back in that day. Um, but they went to Asia, which is like modern-day Turkey, that kind of area. Um, and he kind of says um, that it didn't go so well. It kind of was a bit of a flop. Um, but he says, Indeed, we felt we had received the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. So, like, Paul is saying it didn't go so well, like, so well, that, like, sentence of death, bad. Like, that's not good. Um, but yeah, Paul is saying that the bad things happened so that they wouldn't learn to do things in their own strength, but that they would turn to God, operate in his strength, and learn to rely on him. So that's like another, another reason, like he turned bad to good. Um, I just want to say that God does not create the suffering. He, did not, he doesn't put it in our lives. Um, that is sin. That is not God. They are not the same. They are, in fact, opposite. God cannot sin literally impossible. Um, yeah, so just want to clear that up. Um, but in James 1, um, the letter of James, bit of disputation, is that a word? I don't know. A bit of a dispute of which James wrote James, but that does not matter. Um, it says in verse 2, I think, yeah, verses 2 and 3, um, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face your trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And then it goes on to say, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. So that perseverance, it allows us to push into God um, and his presence and to continue um, on with whatever things are going on in our life, life in general, the good and the bad, but to know that he is by our side in whatever challenges that we face. Um, I've got a bit of a thing about perseverance this year. I am currently training to go walk Kokoda in September. Um, very scary, very hard. If you don't know where Kokoda is, um, it's in Papua New Guinea. It's a massive nine-day, 99-kilometer um, um, hike through the jungle mountains. Um, Australians beat the Japanese there in World War II, basically, and that's why we're all here. Um, but yes. I'm going to go do that. And that requires a lot of perseverance to be in the jungle, walking in the mountains for nine days. That's not going to be fun. But you know, God's going to turn that good, that badness into good. I'm going to get a lot of things out of it. I'm expecting that. And it's going to be great. Um, but from all that, we can, we can just see that like, God doesn't take the bad things away. He uses them to make them good. 
Um, by the way, this is a bit of a short message. We're going to have a lot of um, discussion time today, which is why this is a bit short. Um, but yes, my po main point is that from all this, like we can see that God's not taking the bad things away because he can do it one better. He can make it good. He can just turn it so, so much better. We can help others. We can um, get grow, grow in him, grow our character in him. Um, but most of all, it says in Romans 8, 28, um, we know that all, all things God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. Bad to good, God changes things from bad to good. It's really good. Um, I'm just going to pray, and then we're going to split up. Um, thank you, God, that um, we can all be here today. Thank you that we can all learn a bit more about you. And I pray that in this time ahead that we would just... Um, grow closer, not just to you, but with each other in our hubs groups and make relationships. Yeah. Amen. All right.